I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we're discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. Today, we're back to talk chapters 9 and 10 of Dune Messiah, just as soon as we cast our own aura of mystery. Ooh, so spooky. <laughs> we've got so much going on this week. We've got CSI Arrakis. Yeah. <laughs> we've got... Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know, Paul does something. <laughs> we got Paul tripping balls. He... <laughs> He's just like hanging out alone, doing mushrooms. It's like he no, is you gotta have someone with you. He is extremely high, and you know, hate is there as his sober companion. Just like, uh, gotta watch this guy. And he does some some very good uh, drugged, drunken kind of like, hey, wait, Duncan, <laughs> Duncan, and hates like I'm not dealing with this right now. <laughs> you can call me hate. <laughs> but that nobody is nobody wants to call you that no one wants to call you that and also uh hate has a lot of he's, he's trying to suck up a little to paul i think in chapter 10 because of some stuff that happens in chapter 9 uh absolutely uh, but we have our little epigram first which is a poem this week it is a tlaxu epigram mm -hmm. and it goes a little something like this here lies a toppled god. His fall was not a small one. We did but build his pedestal, a narrow and a tall one. Okay. Great. Thanks for the nursery rhyme, Frank. Um, <laughs> that is just, that's <laughs> Ozymandias, king of yeah. kings. <laughs> I, I do think that this whole book, he's setting the Telexo up to be like, like in Star Trek, the next generation, how like the Cardassians were sort of the, Sort of this, like, mysterious, kind of not great, like, enemy type guy that uh, totally everyone hated and was so mm -hmm. untrustworthy. And, you know, they, he's just trying to build this big mystery around them. Well, we know that they've got little rhymy rhymes. So, Alia's in the desert. Mm-hmm. Because they found this body. And so she's... It's, it's, we know that it is the remnants of the poor girl on Samuda from a few chapters ago. Yeah, the, uh, girl that was being kept by Farouk and his son. Mm-hmm. And she's been, her body has been mostly destroyed by the desert, so they can't identify who she was. And lots of people have tried, so Paula sent Alia, since she's all-knowing. <laughs> and I like that she's just sort of, like... Crouched in the desert looking at this like, ah. Gross. <laughs> this doesn't look good. I don't understand. It's a Fremen that was addicted to Samuda, which is extremely rare and unfortunate. Yeah. So they're like, oh, that's awkward. And then on top of that, she's wearing a still suit, which she's not used to anymore. Yeah. And then on top of that, hate is there. Just hanging out. Being Distracting kinda... her. At one point, a lock of his hair comes out of his still suit. And she's like, ooh. Which, I get it. I get no, it. No, I get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. the little curl comes out. She's just kind of like, I could just push it right back. I could just, nope. Mm -mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, and he's just talking. Talking his uh, Zen Sunni nonsense. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, she says, well, it's Tilaxu poison that killed this girl. Yeah, a poison called the throat of hell. Ugh. sounds cool though like does it it, it sounds very metal 
I like there's no one is also no one's rushing her because there's not enough water to salvage from this poor body. And so mm-hmm. everyone's just kind of watching Alia like, yeah, no, take your time. It's cool. Yeah. She's like, oh, great. Um, poke, poke. Uh, she's yeah, the, her reverend mothers are all talking to her because she's yeah. just like, I wish I could just have a normal life. And they're I wish like, I could oh, just no. be a person. And she's like, stupid Benny Jesuit, stupid mom, stupid yeah. lady Jessica, stupid Paul. <laughs> stupid everyone. And then hates just like, hey, she's like, ah! I mean, keep in mind, she is, she might be ancient, but she is a teenager. Mm-hmm. She is both of those things. And she says, you know, well, what do you think about this? And he's like, well, a lot of people buy poison. And she's like, all right, fair. <laughs> Helpful. Like, ah. <laughs> And they've also done, you know, the the teeth, the head, and the hands are all gone, so they can't ID the body that way. And there's not enough of this the body like left to do any kind of. They don't say DNA, but that kind of yeah. like testing. Right. Um, yeah. Quality <laughs> in my house. <laughs> Billy chuckling in the background. <laughs> like uh, some of us are trying to be professional podcasters, <laughs> and people are just. Uh, chuckling in the background. Uh, <laughs> oh, but yeah. So hates just like I don't know. She goes. You look like she goes. You fly the thopter because they flew. They flown thopters out here. No, I, like, I I love this because she's like, you're gonna fly me back to Arakeen, and he's like, okay. <laughs> she's like, you fly just like Duncan Idaho. He's like, people say that. Yeah. She goes. Well, now what are you thinking? Many yeah, things. She's, she's doing that. These two, I swear to God. What are you thinking? Lots of stuff. I don't know. Stuff. She's so stop dodging my question. He's like, which question? Like, Ugh. <laughs> it is the most circular conversation. I was going crazy reading this. And she's saying, like, look, I just want to know what you think because this bugs me. I don't know why this girl is dead. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened. And... I need to, like, have someone to bounce these thoughts off of. And my brother sucks, and you're kind of a weird clone, mm-hmm. but you're the only one I've got to talk to right now. And he's like, sure, that's why. Uh, she's Then she starts asking some questions about him, like, as a being. You know, do, you, do you have feelings? <laughs> what do you feel? Do you have, like, thoughts and emotions? Can you read my mind? so beautiful um that is kind of what's gonna happen in a little bit while he's flying the thopter right uh yeah because he's he admits that he feels very weird when people talk about duncan idaho yeah and who he could have been or who he he was which yeah that's fair enough yeah because for all that people are saying oh you're not duncan idaho they're also doing a lot of Hey, Duncan Idaho, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know." <laughs> and her her hand is this longing, longing to tuck that hair back. Yeah, oh, poor Alia. But he says, "You know, like, look, uh, I get like images and flashes of things that might have been from my past, but I can't control them, and I don't understand mm-hmm. them." Uh, he admits that he feels, you know, he has emotions. He gets eager, intense, and he says he trembles, which Ooh. I was like, "Oh." Uh, and I, I am very eager to see Jason Momoa do some of this. I know that this mm-hmm. isn't like in Dune and hopefully we'll get to like this kind of point, but because I really, 
it's been a while since I have seen him do anything that wasn't just like my man or yeah. like I am a a brooding kind of you know I mean he did a lot I will say he did a lot of emoting on Stargate Atlantis but that yeah. was a while ago now so yeah I wanted to bring a, it like, back some you want to see more of that range mm-hmm yeah and <laughs> he does uh he calls her Alia and she's just like um how dare you <laughs> Say my name, my given name, and it's such like, that's such a romance novel moment. It where is it's like, like she's... oh, how are you today, Emma? And it's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I was like, she she's acted like she's in the middle of a Jane Austen novel. <laughs> it's Hamilton, you forget <laughs> yourself. <laughs> but and then you know she because she's also just like, not only did you just he use my name, but he's just so confident. Mm-hmm. And she calls it casual male confidence. It's like, ugh. <laughs> so they're flying, yeah, they're flying the thopter throughout you this. You can tell a man wrote this. And while they're flying, she's just like, hey, so that over there is El Quds, the holy mm-hmm. place where my yeah. dad's shrine is. And he's like, well, I would like to visit that sometime. And she's like, all right, cool, let's go. <laughs> let's do it right now. Which he's very appropriately like, well, they're all going to freak out if we do that. She's like, yeah, they'll do what I want. Yeah. I'm a goddess. I can do what I want. (laughs) She's just like, yeah, this is entirely just to give him the opportunity to visit. Not at all because you want to spend more time with him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, This is when he cries, even though he has metal eyes. And I don't (laughs) like that at all. No. It's uncomfortable. And they do, because we did discuss in our last episode, like, I, you know, was thinking about how the eyes look, because one of our, our guest hosts, you know, our guests, like, asked that question, and they actually describe it pretty well in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got silvery gray eyes. And he's, he's crying, and she, oh, she touches the tear and calls him Duncan, which is like, mm-hmm. oh boy. <laughs> uh he starts to have some memories that are clearly of him like hanging out with her dad which yeah he's just like i can't handle this like we got to get back to eric Keen. uh because meanwhile their escorts are also like what are we doing yeah um you guys and cool? ollie is feeling very fremen over him giving mm-hmm. water to the dead yep and so they they, they head back and she tells him She's kind of like, so you know that I kind of know my dad, right? <laughs> He's like, well, yeah. I've kind of heard about it. So she explains, like, again, like, this is how I came to be. This is my deal. And <laughs> I know my father as my mother knew him, and we're not going to think about that. Uh, <laughs> and she, he's just like, well, oh, yeah, your brother told you that. Why? Like, well, I asked him, <laughs> why? He's like, well, a mentat needs data. Uh-huh. And uh-huh, why yeah. would you need this data, particularly? Like, not just because you're just asking. Were you asking about me? You're just asking about me. You're asking about <laughs> me, I think. And <laughs> so then she's just like, well, I know that you're here under false pretenses. That you were, like, sent here to destroy my brother. How? Why do you think I haven't told other people that? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> do you like me? <laughs> Uh, but and he says she, that she has become careless of her powers. And she does not care for that at all, which, Mm-mm. fair. Totally fair. 
Uh, she, yeah, because he just say there's no human emotion in her, his eyes. They are steel balls. Mm. Uh, he no, says that no he, thank you. He dares much more than his makers anticipated. Yeah, she sees that he has these steel ball eyes, and then she's like, the steel suit hides the line of his jaw, but I can still <laughs> see his mouth. It's like, Alia! <laughs> <laughs> Alia, pull yourself Sweetie, together, Sweetie, you gotta pull it together. <laughs> She's and, like, nope, I refuse. <laughs> yeah, but there's so much, like, talky, you know, clicky-click. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, explain yourself, Gola. And he says, oh, know thyself. Is that thy <laughs> commandment? She's like, okay, I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she keeps asking him, you know, she calls him a thing a few times. And she's just like, well, why did the Talaxia give give you to my brother? Like, what's your deal? What are you for? He's like, you know all this. You know yeah. this, but you're just, you know, you just want to hear me say it. Um, There's a lot of, like, they just talk a lot about who's this and who's that. And mm-hmm. he points out that he doesn't buy into the whole Paul deal. Yeah. But he's there to, like, save Paul from himself, is kind of what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says, you know, if I told our escort what you just said, they'd kill you. And he's they'd like, chop well, you up for bird, for bird food, I think is what she says. Which is descriptive. Yeah. for that. <laughs> and she sa- he says, well, then go ahead. And she says, well, my brother rules by the natural law of heaven. And he says, you don't believe that, so I say it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> these two. Uh, and this is the problem. This is the problem with this whole situation because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, this is pretty good and it's pretty mm-hmm. good banter. Yeah. Between a 15 year old and a guy who's a reborn, like, let's say, 33 year old. Right. And it's like, eh. <laughs> it, it is uncomfortable when you think about it that way. I mean, and it's it's one of these, it's a conundrum that does come from the fact that in the setting of this book no one really thinks that that's an issue yeah you know everyone is they we had the whole you know previous chapter where Stilgar was like we got to get her married off and Mm -hmm. you know under control quote unquote and so clearly the idea that she's you know 15 almost 16 isn't a detriment to anyone in like no one's saying well but she's so young to get married they're just like yeah okay you know that's something we have to think about. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, okay, that's not an unheard of thing in the history of our world. Certainly not. No. But it's tough when it's layered with, oh, and she's also ancient inside, even though she's like trapped in this teenager body. And it's like, well, you can't on one hand talk about how she's such a child still. And then on the other, be like, oh, but that means she's an adult in this universe. <laughs> right. It's like, no, it's it's either or. Like, if you say that a character, like, because I've read fantasy novels where, you know, the main character is 17 and they meet a guy who's 25. And you just mm-hmm. kind of really, but in, you have to take a moment and say, in this universe, 17 is an adult. Right. And move on. You know, they're not 13, they're not 15. Like, let's just, like, woo. But, <laughs> like, there's several points in this conversation when hate calls her child. Yeah. Don't do that, ew. And don't do that, especially when, and she says that. She says, don't call me child. And he's just like, well, all right. And 
Then he kisses her. Yeah. So, you know, they have all this stuff. They, they're they having this little banter. She says she's going to tell Paul everything. And he's just like, that's fine. I've already told him most of this. And he says, you know, she's kind of baffled that if he talks this way to Paul, that Paul hasn't just like had him killed. And he's like, because mm-hmm. he needs to hear this. And he knows he needs to hear it. Right. And so they land on, they, they land back at, you know, the keep. Mm-hmm. And they still now they're in that now they're having that moment where they're both they're both in the car and <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting out of the car, even though, you know, everyone's kind of also getting out and their guards are like getting out around them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they're still bantering. And he grabs her and he kisses her just really quick. Let's, yeah. At least there's that to that credit. It's not like, you know, they start. Make it Actually, out or anything. Can I just like read that little yeah. that little part? Yeah, he said okay, she says, and that's why you're dangerous, she said, measuring out her words. You've mastered your passions. That is not why I'm dangerous. Before she could move, he leaned across, gripped gripped her chin in one hand, planted his lips on hers. Uh but then I hate she looks up and the guards are all like smiling and laughing. Yes, and I hate like, that. Yeah, about time, like no, no, no that all is of you go not away. okay. <laughs> and she, because of her prescience, she thinks that you know it felt familiar because she realizes that she has a future with him that she hasn't, like, can't really identify and can't see clearly, but that she knows that, like, that's familiar because. I will be kissing this person more in the future. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, and I think I know what we both are like, which is she tells him he presumes too much. And he says, I take nothing, which is not first offered to me. Be glad I did not take all that was offered. I'm like, okay, uh, dude. Okay. Link, I know that in your, you know, I guess that's supposed to be sexy. <laughs> No, it's and not. I, so, and now this is the point because I already, like, I wrote this down and I already warned you that we have to discuss mm-hmm. the stolen kiss trope. Yeah. He does say that it's the kiss she wanted, which yes. I, I hate that too. It's like, oh, well, you wanted it. You were asking for it. Kind of. And even though mentality. she acknowledges it to herself, it's like she doesn't say that out loud. She doesn't say to him, like, you're right, which wouldn't you know, entirely forgive it, but at least would be her acknowledging that, you know, like, you know mm-hmm. what, that's why I didn't leave or push you away or anything because I didn't right. want you to kiss me. She just thinks it. And then he's just like, peace out. <laughs> you know? Jesus. And he does bring it back around to why they're out in the desert in the first place, which he says, you know, there's, you know, we need to check we need to figure out, like, because she says, I keep thinking about the face dancers. And he says, well, maybe the reason you're thinking about face dancers is because there's a young woman that's out there in the desert dead, but maybe no young woman has been reported missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, stolen kisses are a very big trope in all kinds of genres. Oh, yeah. Media. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, they're they're a problem mm-hmm. because I think that they are one of those tropes that does 
really depend on the rest of the context, even though at the end of the day, you have to acknowledge that it's never right to, you know, do anything to a person that they have not openly consented to doing. Yes. But there's, you know, lots, I mean, I can, I'm imagining, you know, 800 Marvel movie moments where Mm -hmm. it's just the, you know, the arm grab. The, mm-hmm. like, you grab the girl, you pull her to her, you kiss her, and okay, it's amazing. Okay, so the, the best of these would be, um, a New Girl. There's mm-hmm. actually a kiss on New Girl that's like that, and I was like, I've just seen a, a kiss, but yeah. It, it is, like, the best television kiss ever, but, like, out of context, not okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the context is, is that they were going to kiss earlier and didn't. Okay. So in that context, like it's a little less, eh, but you know, mm-hmm. out of context, yeah, not okay. Yeah, and there's just even that whole conversation of, well, you know, I'm I'm doing what I know you wanted, is something that it's it's I mean it's incredibly recurring in romance novels. Mm-hmm. There's you know lots of I can tell you're into this, therefore. Um, but it's like, dude, you can't just be kissing people. Mm-hmm. It's inappropriate. And yeah. it's clear that she has no experience whatsoever with this. And also, I don't know that you do in this body anyway. So I don't even want to know how that counts. <laughs> and again, it comes back to you can't spend, like she even says, like, you know, you can't, don't call me child. Like you can't spend half of this chapter talking about how, oh, you're just this kid. And then be like, haha. And then be like lay one on you and be like i know you wanted that exactly ew <laughs> yeah and it's i mean and it's one of those elements of things that when you get to a certain i think you know you get to a certain age and you start looking at things differently oh, um definitely. and you start going yeah i mean i think there's been a lot made over the last few years when people started rewatching like readers of the lost ark and going wait a minute mm-hmm <laughs> When she says she was young, like, how young does she mean? She says uh, she was a child. I, but I will say this. Oh, I'm not getting into this debate about, like, freaking Raiders of the Lost Ark right now. <laughs> I always took that to mean that she was, like, 16, which... That is I, a child. That, no, no, but what I'm saying is there are people who try to argue on the internet that she meant she was, like, 12. Oh, and I, right. I don't... I think that that's just crap that people who were making the movie were saying mm. and i watching the movie for itself i take it away that she was like yeah like still a child and someone who, like if you were in your 20s at this point confronting this person you would be like i was a kid mm-hmm. you know i was a stupid kid and you took advantage of that uh but i a lot of people have been there's been a lot of like well you know so and so george lucas said in 1972 that I mean, she was it was enough be 12 that in the movie. Marion's dad stopped talking to Indy forever, but okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I would too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd be like, uh, dude, I beg your pardon. <laughs> the hell is this? Hell yeah. no. Ooh, I can't imagine making out with any of my dad's friends. That's God, disgusting. no. No. <laughs> there's a book I think I've talked about this before but there was a book series that I read one of them when I was a kid and I read this book a billion times my aunt had given it to me and I just read it so many times and then 
as an adult, I discovered that it was one of a series of, of a lot of books. Like it was one of those, you know, girls books mm-hmm. of the, you know, and yeah, I discovered in reading them that the main character marries one of her dad's friends, a guy who in the first book, the one that I read a million times jokes about how he's going to adopt her <laughs> because her dad is not a good dad in the first book. And so there's just moments where he's just like, well, why don't you come live at my house with me and my mom and you can be my little girl and I'll adopt you because your dad sucks. And then when she's like 19, she's like, wait, I'm in love with him. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh no. And it's all very much presented as like, it's so great that she's found this like nice man who will take care of her forever. And it was like, oh no, thank God I didn't read any more of these when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's one of those, I mean, there's a lot of age difference, like stuff, especially like we've said in fantasy and sci-fi, there's a lot mm-hmm. of like, there there are many, many a mentor, you know, gets with their student when they're older. Oh, for sure. And it's just, I don't know. It's one of these things that there is no good answer. I don't think like it's easy to say, oh, it's all wrong, but I'm not going to pretend that I haven't, you know, enjoyed media where that's a thing. I just have a big issue with a 15 year old who has all this other stuff going on that everyone is like, oh, look at this cute little kid. And then they're like, oh, but you're also a woman. It's like, nope, mm mm-mm. You have to decide what you're doing. I mean, I'll just say this. If you're writing a book in this sort of situation, you have to like determine what this means in this like, in this society of this book. Is a 15-year-old a young adult or is a 15-year-old a kid? Yeah, you can't like, have it both ways in this Yeah, instance. You know, like, because we had, you know, Paul in the first book, he and, he and Shawnee were both, like, 15 when they met. Yeah. And we're just supposed to be like, well, okay, that's fine. And one, it's because it's age appropriate, but it's also mm-hmm. just like, no one, no one is like, the Fremen are very much like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, these young kids in love, that's fine. Jessica's the one who's a little like, oh, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you can't have in one chapter Stilgar being like, she's old enough now that we have to find her a man. And then in this next one, have her with a man who is like, what a cute kid you are. Like, ugh. <laughs> Especially since you could almost take the kiss part up until that last bit as, I mean, an inappropriate, but as him just doing the like, ah, my friend's kid's sister, like, here's a smooch. Yeah. But then, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't come across that no, way. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't, I could, I could see where he could try to, like, pull that back at a certain point, but then, you know, Frank Herbert doesn't do that because he's immediately just like, oh, I didn't take it all. And it's like, whoa. it's such a problem and i mean i love alia so much and i think that in the next book because i mean they're they do end up getting married yes um and it's it's not the best marriage that's ever existed even as dune goes no um but yeah so it's you want it to i want it to have begun in a better way yeah like, I, I want it to have always been just on the up and up. And it's like a science fiction vanity fair. Like, she's very much a, a sci-fi mm-hmm. Becky Sharp. Oh, man, I wish. <laughs> she doesn't throw enough parties. No, not nearly enough. 
I've always wished that I could be bold, like, characters like that. Where, I mean, I don't want to do all the nonsense that Becky Sharp does, but just the being able to just, like, walk into a party and be like, hi, I'm going to marry you. <laughs> yeah. Don't know if you know, but... <laughs> like, I would just be like, hi. <laughs> like, it's it's astonishing that I'm married, frankly. Like, I don't... I mean, I <laughs> I think that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh my god, how did this happen? I can't believe someone actually married me. How did I catch myself as man? What? <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like, I had all these grand ideas that we were going to just like, we're going to tear this trope apart. But we can't because it's so troublesome. It's it's it is and it's very like ingrained in the culture and this mm-hmm. is I mean I think it's good that we're at least talking about it just because like it's one of those things that you just grow up so aware of that it just becomes you mm-hmm. know it it's just becomes like part of the the cultural narrative but like actually recognizing it and talking about it is a good way to like oh you know you start like looking at media you've consumed for example Mm -hmm. and just you know it makes you think a little differently about it it hits different well i mean i realized that a couple of years ago when i was watching empire strikes back and realized that you know everyone makes jokes about leia kissing luke because you know they turn out to be siblings but it's like also like he also was just sitting there yeah just sitting there leia like I know he you're trying to make a point, but... Sitting there minding his own. <laughs> well, he wasn't minding his own whatsoever. Not but really. <laughs> he, wasn't also, he was also not asking to just be randomly tongue-kissed by right. this chick he knows. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I'm sure later they never discussed it whatsoever. <laughs> just not at all. No, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> it never came up again. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, it was, so should we move was, on to the next chapter? Yeah. <laughs> These chapters are very short. I was going to say something really awful, and I won't. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead. Say something awful. No, I was going to say, I wonder if that kiss was in, like, Han and Leia's divorce paperwork. <laughs> 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 also, yeah, she... one time, she French kissed her own brother in front of me. <laughs> her lawyer's you know, like, Han, you weren't married Han's then. letting that shit go. <laughs> oh, no. He is a petty bitch. Right. <laughs> in the books, he was constantly meeting women he had fucked. Mm. <laughs> like, he was just like, I feel like every other book, even after they were married, had kids. It was like, oh, and here's so-and-so. And it was like, oh, oh, hi. <laughs> this is awkward for everyone. It's like, well, right. it wouldn't be Han. <laughs> oh. Han Solo. You, you rogue. Character. He really is, though. He's a, sort of a... He's sort of Duncan Idaho-esque. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I mean, not that we're saying anything about anything. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, so... Okay. Yeah, so this next chapter, I'll do this Ugh. epigraph. Um, okay. Because it's <laughs> really ridiculous, I think. Um, Especially reading this in 2020, I'm just like, oh, fuck off. Um, okay, here we go. 
I think what a joy it is to be alive, and I wonder if I'll ever leap inward to the root of this flesh and know myself as I once was. The root is there. Whether any act of mine can find it, that remains tangled in the future. But all things a man can do are mine. Any act of mine may do it. And that's from The Gola Speaks, uh, Alia's Commentary. Don't write this for just like things he's writing. She's just writing down like, yeah, no, babe, like just keep, keep it coming. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. I'm just writing this down. It reads like very anything you can do, I can do better. But when you're Gola, I mean, I guess you have these sorts of, you know, mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Paul is just, I don't know, man, he's on a trip. Paul has, he's had to take more and more uh, of the spice melange to, to get out of the fog that he says the tarot brings. So yes. I'm guessing like all of the people using the tarot and all of that is what, like muddying the waters or something? Yeah. And he's, so he's had this vision where the moon like melts, mm-hmm. the moon disappears. Yeah. Uh, He's jumps up. I enjoy that they describe where he's at. He's on the roof, like mm-hmm. in a roof room. Yeah. And it's, there's a footbridge made of gold and platinum and fire jewels. It's like, Fancy. okay, you guys need to just tone it down a bit. No wonder people are pissed at you. <laughs> in the palace of Versailles. How about a, a basic universal basic income first? Healthcare. Yeah. Healthcare for the Fremen. What's your Medicare look like? Uh, that's what I want to know. Uh, well, they're Fremen. I think at a certain <laughs> point, it's like, well, here's your Medicare. It's you have to walk out in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry about that. There's, you know, a pool and a fountain with water flowers. And he's starting to kind of realize, oh, this is what people are bad about. Yeah. If he could just stop thinking about this goddamn moon. Yep. <laughs> the movie just it's okay I, I understand that's a terrifying visit like I would not yeah. want to have that vision but there's just something about someone constantly being like a moon a moon a falling moon the terrible vision of a lost moon where is the moon moon where's the moon <laughs> <laughs> like okay we get it he had a vision of the moon and my joke I mean... that I wrote down was m-o-o-n that spells you <laughs> fucked up <laughs> yes he's just like everything is fucked the fremen hate me they call themselves the children of the moon i think of chani as my moon like everything Mm -hmm. this vision means that things are going wrong that i can't control the universe it's gonna do what it wants alia told me that this fremen was addicted to samuda who died in the desert and that's horrible like what's happening (laughs) yeah there's like a conch shell from the earth from from old mother earth <laughs> i love this hippie he's become like he's just yeah. living in his crystal palace with his conch shells from mother earth like <laughs> oh man the moon it sounds like something out of a seth rogan movie for sure <laughs> he's just walking around on these like gold grill work tiles like flowers <laughs> around him just like oh man he's <laughs> running that cult from season two of the umbrella academy oh yeah um 
it's yeah so he's this moon the moon falls the falling moon Moon. the moon fell moon uh he thinks of how people say that muadib spends water like a madman Mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of he lots of thinking about earth this chapter he thinks about lebanon baghdad damascus um what does he call it mythical damascus i'm like no that was a real place (laughs) he's like most ancient baghdad and it's like well what's ancient to you like (laughs) like do you mean like right now because it has just like buildings yeah um it's it's a city paul um yikes uh yeah it's just he's got all these plants and all these gardens and he's realizing that this is terrible and his symbol is the moon and the moon is gone Mm -hmm. the moon Uh. is mad at him the moon has fucked off into that good night. <laughs> Would you like to yell at the moon with Buzz Aldrin? <laughs> yeah. I walked on your face. <laughs> Don't you know it's day? <laughs> uh, someone's singing a song that he hates, oh. which is so petty. It's just a like, it's it's a lament. It's a song. He calls it a song of the jihad. It's a lament for a woman left behind on Arrakis. And it's just mm-hmm. like my sexy lady. <laughs> With water rings in her hair, you know, her skin was beautiful and her hips. And it's whatever. Like, it's, yeah, it's a song. It's, it's, it's a love song about your lady. Is what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's just like, that tune is for stupid creatures lost in sentimentality. It's like you're walking around your palace crying about the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, pot. This is Kettle. like dude you're wandering around going the moon where is the moon the moon is lost uh that's also pretty you know he's like what what and then he's like what matters a single moon it's like well no if a moon disappears that has pretty big consequences for a planet yeah (laughs) all symbolism aside that's not great it's really bad actually i read a uh uh, it was a young adult book. Okay, I'm just going to digress for a second here. I read this young adult book a few years ago, like maybe 10 years ago. It was, uh, oh God, I don't even remember the name of it. But it was about like an asteroid hits, like a giant asteroid hits the moon and it pushes it just a little bit closer to Earth and basically causes all kinds of havoc. And it's like, it's told from like this teenage girl's point of view and you know they're having to like uh you know they are like buying oil lanterns and mm-hmm. and seed packets and stuff like that and thinking long term and then like all the volcanoes start erupting at once and covers the world in an ash cloud and I'm just like Jesus Christ this book is for kids <laughs> life life as we knew it that was the name of the book so it was like, after that, I became very kind of paranoid about stuff like this. I'm like, I know this is not something I can control, but if that <laughs> happens, I think I will just, um, yeah, you'll just find me face down in a bucket of McDonald's french fries. Mm, delicious. I mean, I'm, if I'm going to go out, <laughs> I'm going to go out enjoying myself. Uh, I will also, on that note, just take a moment to address something that I saw on Twitter, um, which is that people, um, I sincerely doubt that they've discovered that McDonald's is feeding us human meat. 
Is that again? They're saying that again? Yes. This is not the first time that rumor. No, I remember that from like the 90s. Uh, So I I don't think that's not happening. And just we have enough to worry about that's actually happening. Maybe we could just focus. Just all focus on that and not on mythical youtube videos that told you I that mean, mcdonald's is feeding us people should anyone be eating at mcdonald's probably no. not but i mean like i'm not judging anyone that that is i know how it is like you got five dollars you get on that yeah. menu but there's but other like, reasons yeah but it's like nobody really believes that and if you do i'm sorry you should not be going out in public anyway it's just, let's, there's so much else that you could be, even yeah. just being, you know, conspiracy paranoid about. And mm-hmm. it really, that's the least of the worries, yeah, frankly, like, at this moment. If you really want to be, like, worry about a conspiracy, how about look into our postal system? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because that shit's an actual conspiracy. It's happening. So, anyway, that's my rant for today. <laughs> uh, and then... Then Duncan Idaho shows up. He's like, hey. <laughs> hey, bud. What's what up? you doing? <laughs> Just wandering around, talking about the moon. Um, <laughs> we'll worry about you. Where is Chaney right now is what I want to know. She doesn't have time for this. <laughs> She's running this whole place. She's trying to get pregnant. She's yeah. like, Alia is probably sitting with her somewhere. Like, I want her to touch a boy's hair. <laughs> um... What do I do with that? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but so he shows up and he asks, are you Duncan Idaho or the man called hate? And he's like, well, which one do you want? <laughs> Who do you want me to be? And he wants him to be the Zenzuti philosopher, but instead he just starts being a mentat and speaking logically and <laughs> about facts. And Paul's like, Bleh. Paul is like, arg, shakes his fist. <laughs> Damn you. Pitted steely balls without expression. So golf ball, silver golf ball. And he says, I saw a moon fall. And he said, the hate says you are drunk on too much time. <laughs> Let the moon fall. Sorry. <laughs> you can't fight the moonlight. <laughs> Did you ever uh. dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> that. That's always been my favorite part of Batman because the fact that anyone just mugging people would have anything not elaborate a to say. <laughs> that long of a catchphrase. It's like, wait, I'm I sorry. <laughs> what are you saying right now? <laughs> like, what? Let me just stop and think about this for a bit. <laughs> I mean, even by, like, you know, Dark Knight, by about the third time that he was asking about, oh, do you want to know how I got these scars? Everyone was like, no. <laughs> no, we don't have time for that. No. We know you're just being weird. <laughs> and we need you to stop. I will admit that I do like that it never gets explained. And Oh, I, yeah. I prefer that. Uh, and I also always enjoy the memes of people posting him without the makeup and being like, can I get some likes for this? <laughs> this <laughs> veteran. This poor police, a wounded police officer. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, so they have this long conversation where he's just like, you know, 
he tells him that he runs from death. Uh, you know, he's just like, you keep wanting to see the future and you're not dealing with what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, what a crutch for an emperor. Dang. Meanwhile, Paul is just, yeah, he's totally stoned. He's staring at like his chin, at Duncan's chin, because it's got a mole on it. He recognizes and just like, yeah, holy shit. <laughs> and he wants to like point stuff out to him. You know, and be like, hey, what about this, man? Like, I did this. And he's just like, I don't care. Like, that doesn't impress me. Duggins is getting... me much. He's Sorry. getting uh, practice for centuries of having to be like, I don't care. <laughs> he's getting a jump on that right Oh, my now. God. He's got to get it just all worked <laughs> out. It's like, nope, don't care. Don't care, my dude. <laughs> And Paul's just like, is this how you destroy me? Prevent me from collecting my thoughts? And he says, can you collect chaos? Like, okay, here we go. Here comes the Zenzuni again. <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah, he's just trying to not bring up the fact that he kissed his sister earlier. Yeah. He's like, by the way, I don't know if you've talked. To- I know you talked to Alia. Don't know what she said. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think Paul's going to take it? Oh, I don't think he's going to like that very much, Mm-mm. which is fair. Yeah. I mean, um, and he just, he says, you know, the moon is real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, Paul, it is. Uh, and he says, you fear your own powers. And he's just like, I give you what comfort I can, which is like, no, not at all. You're not helping at all, Heat. This is <laughs> terrible. You're living up to his name now. <laughs> and really, what it comes down to is that this is all symbolic of the fact that he can tell and that it's seeming more and more likely that Cheney is going to die. Yeah. Which and that is, she's is the a moon. Yeah. Yeah, which is awful. And so the rest of it is him being, like, you know, realizing, like, this is sad. Like, there's nothing. He's not going to have anything, no choices anymore. Like, everything that he loves will be gone. Uh, but he does also say, my moon has a name, which... Is supposed to be sweet, but at the end of this chapter of Moon, 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 I'm just like, <laughs> my moon is a name, it's moon. <laughs> I've always felt bad for our moon, because moon, other moon. moons have names, and we're just like, hi, moon. Uh, You can call it Luna, couldn't you? Can I? Yeah. I Am I doing that? <laughs> Am I the kind of person who calls the moon Luna? Don't answer that. Moon, moon. That's what I'm going <laughs> to call it from now on. Just moon. Hello, moon. What you doing there? <laughs> uh, I mean, I have been in many car rides or been outside with my daughter when it's you know that point where it's mm-hmm. early, but you can still see the moon. And she's just like, "Uh, what's going on there?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm noticing it's daytime, but that's the moon. Just Unacceptable. Very, <laughs> just very bright tonight. Yeah, just like well, sometimes that's what the moon is doing, and then it falls down, and you freak out. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Why you gotta be the way you are? Great question. Obviously, it's because of, uh, you know, his mother. It's all her fault. And his father was a saint. <laughs> oh, these parents. Are we ever gonna get this trailer? Uh, September 9th is what they're saying now? I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Do you think that's true? I don't 
I, I honestly, like, at this point, I'm just kind of amused mm -hmm. <laughs> by the whole thing. Like, yes, I want to see the trailer, but at the same I saw, like, uh, someone might have been... So one of the accounts that we follow on our, our official show Twitter was uh, saying, like, oh, you know, the they're now saying that the trailer will be out, like... December 25th. The movie is still slated to be released <laughs> December, December 21st or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I don't it know what's me. ever, what's going to happen. Like, mm -hmm. someday maybe there will be a movie. A movie of Dune. A new movie of Dune. I don't know. I mean, a new movie at this point sounds really amazing. I'm not going to a theater anytime mm -hmm. soon. So, like, I'm sorry, Christopher Nolan. I oh can God. I can wait for your next amazing movie to come to streaming. Yeah, I just I don't want to go to a movie theater. Mm -mm. As I much as I love going to the movies, I was already kind of at the end of my rope, and mm -hmm. now this is just like, whoa, nope. No. There's so many movies I haven't seen that I can watch at my house. Exactly. So, you know, I hope that uh, they at least give that option yeah i just hope i just want to see anything i mean we've got i can't keep staring at these same pictures mm -mm. Mm -hmm. it's like the old days when we just had like whatever came out and you know entertainment weekly just staring at the same three like promo shots yeah but the stand is coming out so that's exciting i'm excited about that yeah i think it was gina that said it's gonna hit gonna hit different in 2020 and i mm -hmm. agree with that big time oh my <laughs> um, god it's yeah every it's weird though because every time i um every time i get sick i have this weird urge to watch the stand <laughs> i'm like why do you do this <laughs> to yourself <laughs> but yeah so those are those two chapters we're already yeah. halfway through because do messiah yeah. is a very short book it, it is really and... short especially compared to dune and this is going to go by pretty quick. Mm -hmm. And I think Children of Dune is a bit bigger, but it ha I think it has a lot more happening in it. Yeah, I would say so. This is just a lot of everyone having a lot of deep thoughts. This is an interesting book, though, because I had forgotten how much of it was like a... a like film noir. You know, you've got like a detective who's trying to sort out this mystery, and it's like you know, who is doing all this stuff to fuck up Paul's life and, you know, who who's distributing this tarot and who is killing Fremen girls? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like we know, but it's fun to watch, like, watch it all kind of unfold. And I really just love that part of their big plan is just getting everyone to buy tarot cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what's so fun is, like, last week we were just talking about tarot cards, and I went downstairs to check my mail, and, like, we have this little area where people that, when they move or they don't want stuff, they'll leave it down there and be like, free, mm -hmm. free stuff. And someone left, like, a deck of tarot cards down there, and I was like, oh, yoink. Ooh. Don't mind if I do. They're extremely cool. Always good. Always good. Were they yeah. Dune? <laughs> They're not. And you know what? I've been looking all over for Dune Tarot, and there's, like, some Etsy artwork, but it's not, like, a full tarot set. It's more like, Aww. oh, you can buy this poster. 
Uh, but I would like to see, like, a full set. So I hope that that's something that maybe they consider putting out as maybe a promotional item. That would be amazing. Oh my I would God. buy that. Yeah, I would absolutely buy that. Yeah, hey. we've talked about this before that, you know, we're not above merch. Like, no, please. not at all. A Dune t-shirt? I need it. Yeah. Other than our own, of course. And uh, Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of that, I just got a bunch of stickers from our uh, Tee Public store uh, of our new, like, Tread Without Rhythm design by Philippe Sabrero. It's so, they're so cool. Um, I ordered t-shirts. All of that is available on our sh- on our merch store, tpublic.com slash weirdingpod, I believe, or let's get mm-hmm. weirding. Could they're so that. cute. I mean, yeah. I, I it seems can... belittling to call them cute, but they're cute. I mean, it is really cute. <laughs> I love that they're shaped. Yeah. And not a circle. They're shaped like the the worm and mm-hmm. it's like that. That makes yeah. it. Yeah. Totally. I need to get some. And I will say that if you're on our Patreon, if you sign up at that $12 level, you already get stickers from our store, but like I also will send additional stuff to people that sign up at the $12 level just because hey, that's that's kind of an investment, and I want to mm-hmm. say thank you. Absolutely. Sign up on our Patreon. We've got three levels. We have a $1 level that's just, you know, you'll get our newsletter. Occasionally, I will put stuff out for the for everybody. Um, we have our $3 level, which you get early release of this show. You get our Lost podcast, We Have to Go Back, which is a lot of fun. We're going to have a new episode this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and lots of, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna try mini-sodes at some point when we get time. <laughs> <laughs> and we, when we think about it, you know, yeah. we have to have the right, it has to be the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, that's, that's been this episode. You know, you guys know where to find us at this point, uh, on Twitter <laughs> at WeirdingPod, Facebook, Instagram, we're at all those places. Mm-hmm. Oh, and send us your questions. Yes, it's almost time for another Q&A. Please send us your, your questions. You know, really, honestly, about anything. Just Yeah. And I'm happy can tell to, we'll talk. I'm happy to say I have updated my uh, webcam. So I've got, like, a decent camera now. <laughs> so <laughs> the next video should be a lot easier to see. I'm excited. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of fun making the first one. So, yeah, you can get that on our Patreon at the $1 level. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. As well as so, your your amazing newsletter. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Maybe this, this time I'll just I'll be about the moon. <laughs> moon facts. <laughs> you are now subscribed to moon facts. Yes. I like that. <laughs> oh. So I guess that does it for this week. I think it does. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Bye.